This is the Michigan Business Network, and you found the Michigan Corners. I'm Vic Versero, your host today, and I'm so glad we have with us somebody that makes us think of warm weather, by golly, and somebody that's doing a great job for us in Michigan. His name is Doug Bell. He's the general manager and PGA professional for American Dunes Golf Club. So, Doug, welcome to our show. Hello. Hey, Vic. Hello to you and all the listeners out there. Thank you for having us on and letting us maybe talk a little bit of golf, a little bit of warm weather activity as we as we approach the end of spring. Yeah, well, I just love that. And of course, I just love every time I talk to anybody that has the official honor of being a PGA professional, I'm humbled because golf is something I love, enjoy, but am not very good at. So I always appreciate you folks that are. And so, Doug, tell me, before we get too far down the road, about your role as the general manager over at American Dunes. Tell us about that. Well, Vic, I'm one of two PGA professionals on staff here, and I guess as general manager, they say I'm in charge of everything. I like to say I help quarterback the team, so to speak. We've got a great ground superintendent and all of his staff that takes care of the golf course and presents that product every day of the year, ready to go for my golf staff and our head golf professional who and puts the service team together that welcomes the guests and you know in between there we've got a great chef and a food and beverage director that i'm able to work with that makes sure that if you're thirsty or hungry we take care of that oh i love that (laughs) you know it's one big team i'm just one spoke in that wheel that helps make sure that if you or any of your listeners you know come and see us for the first time we're doing what we're supposed to do from the product that you end up playing to the service level that we're able to provide you well i love that and it sounds like like American Dunes Golf Club is really all about the experience from the time you drop your clubs to the time you hit the 19th hole. So, you know, Doug, as we get unpacking this whole thing, if you wouldn't mind, let's get to know you just a little bit. So take me back to your roots. Where'd you grow up? Are you from Michigan? I am. I'm a Cadillac guy. Oh! You know, I grew up one of five kids in the Cadillac, Michigan community. I graduated high school there, you know, worked at the ski resort out at Cabrafay as one of the jobs through high school and at the Cadillac Country Club in the summer. So I've kind of been in that tourism business on both sides, winter and summer, for I think starting when I was about 13 or 14 years old. Well, I just love uh, that. And Doug, when did you get the golf bug? Because you had to have some interest in golf because to be a PGA pro is no easy task. So tell me, when did you first kind of get the inclination that you kind of love this sport? You know, it's by accident, really. You know, as everybody else played basketball, baseball, football growing up. And at the time, going into my freshman year in Cadillac at the high school, they canceled the sports millage. And I didn't have any football that fall. And that summer, my dad asked if I wanted to go out, quote unquote, caddy for him, which back then meant pull his pull cart while he played golf with his brother. <laughs> and they were going to charge me to go on the golf course. Oh. I couldn't walk the golf course for free. It was very unique back then. And so he rented me a set of clubs. I was 15 years old and played, enjoyed the day and got the bug actually just from that little one-day experience playing nine holes with my dad and his brother. And And, uh, frankly, that feels a little bit like accident, you know, because it wasn't the plan. (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't the plan. I really still enjoy football, but uh, obviously, you know, you can't play that all your life. But it, it just worked out that I enjoyed the game. I got a job at the local golf course at the country club, as I said. And through osmosis and working for the golf professional there, David Kendall, who's a good Jackson, Michigan guy, for a long time and just 
kind of learning the game and learning how to play it. And, you know, as I was approaching my senior year, didn't really know what to do. And David mentioned the Fair State PGA golf program. And so I went to Fair State for four years and was fortunate to graduate in the program there that was Fair State had the first collegiate program affiliated with the PGA of America. The first and only one at the time when I graduated four years later, there were four universities in the country affiliated with the PGA, but had a good chance to spread my wings and go learn all about golf in Dallas, Texas, in West Palm Beach, Florida, Tannebunkport, Maine, and eventually wound up back in Michigan. After my career, I did move out of state for a few years down to Birmingham, Alabama, and taught golf for a living. But a few years later, wound back up in Michigan and have been here for the better part of 30 years. Well, much to our benefit that you absolutely made it back home. But I do have to ask you a personal question. I don't want to put you on the spot, but at what point in time did you start playing better golf than your dad who accidentally got you involved? You know, probably a couple years. You know, my dad was older, so he was kind of at the end of his hunting, fishing, golfing career. So a few years in, I probably was strong enough and hitting the ball just long enough that I could beat him. But you know what? I look back and miss those days. He's gone now, been gone for 11 years. And it was sure fun to be able to play golf with my dad. And have that story to tell you, right? Um, you bet. Yeah. So, well, and what a great thing. And honestly, Doug, yeah. that's really what this is all about. I think you'd agree that when it comes to golf, it's about being able to tell great stories and create great memories. And that's really what it's all about down in American Dunes is we're going to hear a little bit more about that as we have our host here on Michigan Corners, Doug Bell. He's with us here on this show, which is all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right right back. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. And we're back right here on the Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network where we talk about all things, meetings, events, festivals, tourism in the Great Lakes State. And with us today is Doug Bell. He is our general manager over at American Dunes Golf Club, but he's also a PGA professional. And Doug, I wanted to ask you, you know, I hear PGA professional and my mind goes to what I watch on TV and I see this is, was chasing the tour something that was big in your mind? Just tell me how all that works. You know, Vic, as we all are young players, whether that be young men or young ladies, and you start playing your first few really good rounds of golf, and maybe you're fortunate enough to win an event somewhere along the line, you can't help but have your vision or your mental capacity say, hey, am I good enough? But, you know, for me, I can play fairly well. I could play fairly well back then, but I knew that I wasn't at the level that it would take to reach being a professional golfer. There's so... The PGA of America, which I'm a member of, and there's, you know, 28,000 strong around the country of us in our membership, we are trained at being a golf professional. 
So we run the business of golf, whether it's a public golf club, a private golf club, a teaching facility, a top golf. We are trained on how to do the ins and outs of the daily operations. And that's what being a PGA golf professional is, a person who is trained to teach, to run tournaments, to give proper service and be your support for the next generation coming up. The PGA Tour is full of professional golfers. They do one thing for a living, and that's play the game of golf very well. So there's a distinction between a golf professional like myself, a PGA golf professional, and a professional golfer. So would I have loved to dabble in that at at times? (laughs) Yeah everybody's dream but reality said go get a job Doug. well i just love that too and again i'm asking ignorant questions here doug but i hope everybody can help us understand this as we have a professional like you with us when you came out of ferris state were you a pga professional at graduation is that the way that works you know, I had a very big portion of the education behind me. The way the Fair State program and a few of the other programs work in the country now, you basically intern for other professionals around the country. So where my daughter or where you might go to Michigan State for four years and have the summers off to come home and get a summer job, at Ferris, if you were in the golf program, you never came home. Your summers were spent working at different golf courses around the country, and they ask you to kind of spread out between go work for a private, go work for a public, go work for a resort, try to do different areas of the country. And so by the time you graduated, you had your business degree, but you had 80% of your PGA requirements, which is a whole second degree. It's kind of like a minor. Sure, I see. So a few other requirements that took about six to nine months for most people who graduate. And then if you're successful, you become a certified PGA professional. Well, and I want to ask you a question a little bit off base maybe, but you know, Doug, when you fell in love with the sport, you started playing the sport and had some great experiences. And then you got into, forgive me for this, but the business of the sport. And at that point in time, has your love for the sport grown as you become more knowledgeable about it and more, I guess, in-depth with it? Or has it become, it's a little bit like it's different? Can you give me a reaction to that? You know, Vic, as we get older in any profession that we're in, right? I'm 58 years, just turned 58 years old. You know, been doing this since I was 15. Didn't know anything back then except through osmosis and keeping your aperture open to (laughs) learn as you go. But to leave Michigan originally when I was 18 and go to Dallas, Texas and work at a 36-hole facility and see Mr. Nicholas, Jack Nicholas, redesigning one of the two courses for six months and having a membership of 650 people and seeing the business of golf in such a big way and then go do that again in Maine and go do that again in Florida. Having grown up playing golf in Michigan and you know what the small towns are like and the different courses in each community, but then you get to go see how big this industry really is. That was eye-opening for me. So as I have made my career in the state of Michigan and got to know all the great other golf professionals, other course owners all through the state, I mean, Michigan is considered – you know, it's a number three in the nation in the number of golf courses. Oh, really? Uh, it's, it is really respected by the people who run the operations and by the product. There's not many states in the U.S. that have what we have for people to come from a tourism standpoint 
and get out of the hot weather and come and play. The, the product in Michigan golf is amazing. For me to say that I had some small amount to do with a few golf courses and, and fit into that is I'm very proud of that. And I'm very proud of the tourism portion of what we do in this industry to help the, the economy in the state. Well, you just said the key word economy, you know, and that really is part of our motivation behind a show like Michigan Corners is we want to try to help our state get on its feet coming out of the pandemic and do some great things because let's face it, some of these elements were pretty damaged along the way. And especially if there are marginal enterprises to come through a pandemic and all the other economic challenges to emerge on the other side is pretty important. And it's professionals like you and people like you that are helping us understand the business, understand the opportunity, and most of all, appreciate all that Michigan is. And that's why I'm so glad to have you with us today on the Michigan Corners. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with Doug Bell. We'll be right back. For something to grow, it takes time like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. found Michigan Corners right here. We found Doug Bell. He's over there at the American Dunes Golf Club, and uh, he is the PGA professional and general manager out there. And Doug, I've had really a very good, fun time so far talking about Doug Bell. But one of the things I wanted to get to was uh, the American Dunes story. And I think there's a story that maybe a lot of us don't know and understand. And why don't you give us kind of where the origins of that great golf course had come from? Well, Vic, the golf course that was here on this property prior to being called American Dunes in the way we are now, the Grand Haven Golf Club, designed and developed back in the 60s, had a great reputation as recently as the mid-90s was on the top 100 list of public golf courses that you could play in the nation from Golf Digest. So it was a well-respected golf course. It had seen its life expectancy kind of burn through, you know, in the earlier segment we talked about how many good golf courses there are in michigan right well the bad side of that story is as play was going down and suffering prior to the pandemic and there were more competition a lot of golf courses were struggling and many have closed so grand haven golf club was no way independent of that feature in golf in michigan that downturn so as it was seeing its financial value go down Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney and his family and a few other individuals who owned Grand Haven saw a chance to close it and re-envision it. So Vic, 17 years ago, Grand Haven Golf Club hosted what would be known as the birth of the Folds of Honor Foundation. Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, who flew into Grand Rapids and saw a fellow service member who was killed in Iraq being unloaded from the airplane and delivered to his family. He saw that young boy, a four-year-old boy of the Buckland family and wanted to come back and do something to raise money for them. So at Grand Haven Golf Club, he had a golf tournament and raised $8,700 for their family. So call that scholarship number one. 
fast forward 14 years later as the golf course was going financially in a bad direction, Dan envisioned a different business model. And with the help of some patriotic Americans around the country, he cleaned up the financial situation that Grand Haven was and closed it down for two years. Mr. Jack Nicholas comes in and redesigns the golf course, waives his design fee because he knows what the future business plan is. Oh, neat. Uh, and he creates a golf course that has gotten rave reviews, just rave reviews. And so American Dunes opens, completely different course, completely different feel. You mentioned the word emotion. Now our mission here every day is if we make a profit, that profit, 100% of it will be donated to the Folds of Honor Foundation. Oh, my. So from scholarship number one, 17 years later, there's been over 51,000 scholarships issued nationwide. That is military families, a majority. A couple years ago, Folds of Honor started supporting our first responders' families as well. So last year alone, over 10,000 scholarships were issued nationwide in the last college scholarship season. So it's a mission that's growing nationwide, and it all started right here in Michigan. It all started at the Grand Haven Golf Club, now known as in its rebirth as American Dunes. That is such a great story. Any organization would be humbled to have that as their background and that as their call of duty and what a call of honor it is for somebody to do the kind of work that you're doing. So tell me again, the founder's name of Folds of Honor was? Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney. And was he a golfer? Yeah, Dan played college. Dan is from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Okay. He grew up there. He played college golf for Kansas, University of Kansas. At the time that his father came up and looked at Grand Haven and the golf course was for sale by the Matthews family, he had Dan come up, take a look. And Dan's a very good player, was playing the mini tours, trying to make it to the PGA Tour like we talked about earlier. Yeah. And they thought it was a great opportunity. They purchased the course and about the same time, Dan's calling to join the military and fly fast jets took over and he signed on the dotted line and was fast-tracked into the F-16 and you know he flew three tours in Iraq defending our freedom at that time in our military and it was during those combat missions between his second third tour of duty that he flew he got a break he flew home he flew up here to see his parents who were running the golf course and had the experience I just mentioned flying into Grand Rapids so and folks, if you jumped on our website, americandunesgolfclub.com, you know, right in the center, it's hard to miss, but you can hear Dan tell that story in his own words. Oh, and that's incredible. And I've got goosebumps just thinking about just hearing you tell a story. I can only imagine hearing him from his words out of his own mouth. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad that you took time to be with us today, Doug Bell. And I'm so glad that we have an opportunity to hear more about the amazing, beautiful facility called the American Dunes. I can't wait to personally get there and have a look at it. But a chance to understand it is what it's all about right here on the Michigan Corners. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go away.
The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. And we're back right here on the Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network where we talk about all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. We've got Doug Bell with us, the general manager and PGA professional from American Dunes Golf Club. And of course, so Doug, tell me, if I was going to look for you on the map, am I going to Grand Haven? Is that where this is at? Yeah, we are in Grand Haven, just south of downtown. Okay. So down the shoreline a little bit, and uh, you know, if it's easy to find us, you just have to follow the sunsets. And those <laughs> don't charge for over here. Uh, well, so I have to tell you, was- Grand Haven is a stunningly beautiful community. And if you haven't been to Grand Haven, it's a place that you need to go just for giggles and grins. But pack your golf clubs for crying out loud. So when you get there and you pull into American Dunes, tell me, if I'm a first-time person ever to go there, what can I expect? Are things going to be a little different there or not? They are, and uh, we would always ask you to show up at least a good hour, hour and a half early because you'll, you'll want to spend some time to start your day with some of the things that you'll experience. But when people leave the parking lot, Vic, they drop their bags off and they walk through the Folds of Honor Memorial, you know, you've got concrete walls above you on either side. You're immersed in what you're feeling, oh. and you can't see anything else. There's 13 service members represented on the walls beside you that tell the story of what happened to them, how they sacrificed their life for our country, where it happened, how Folds of Honor has supported their spouses or their children. You walk in their bronze boot prints as you come in, and seven lead you in, and at the end of the day, six lead you back out. There's 13 represented there because there's 13 folds in an American flag that's folded and handed to our service members' families when that time comes, you know, at a funeral service. So, you know, you walk through this so before you put your hand on our door of the clubhouse you just get an understanding that this is going to be a different kind of day and then you come in the golf shop and you see all the red white and blue we sell a little bit of red white and blue here it's a little patriotic (laughs) i love it there's not a lot of greens and there's not a lot of browns and so between the golf shop and the cavu squadron bar and all the imagery on the walls and the historic military memorabilia there are some things to see take that outside if you play golf there's 20 more service members represented on the golf course so every hole that you play the putting green the american flag that you see there's a story to be told by 20 more service members who've given the ultimate sacrifice you know as you play the golf course our golf carts have a gps system a monitor in the golf cart that people are familiar with but there's a few of the families that you see the plaques on the walls that will reach out and speak to you for a few minutes while you're playing. And thank you for playing American Dunes oh. and supporting Folds and their families. So it's a very interactive experience. There's a few other things that I'll just leave it at that. I mean, we don't want to tell everybody everything, but there's a few other activities that happen during your round. But one of the very nice traditions we have is that 1,300 hours every day to 1 p.m., For the non-military people, we play a TAPS program. So TAPS plays, a bugle system plays, 
and it's followed by 13 chimes of a very large bell. And that's played around the golf course in six different locations electronically. So all of the employees come out of the clubhouse. We let all the, the guests know and everybody steps outside of the patio, kind of take, we pause, we look at the American flag and, and we experience that for two and a half minutes. All the golfers stop on the golf course, all my ground staff stops, wherever they are, and they just think about somebody who served, a friend, a family member, whether they're still with us today or they're not, just pause for a minute and realize that we're getting to play golf and enjoy this day. Don't they wish they could be here with us doing the exact same thing? So that's where you get the feeling that this is your most patriotic round of golf that you can play. And then at 5.30 in the afternoon, if you're around at 5.30, we play the national anthem to end our day. Even though there's still golfers, there's still food to be had, but that kind of wraps the day up every day. So we have some traditions here that people will schedule now. If they've been here once, they'll schedule their next visit around those time periods so that if they're bringing their friends back or their other family members back, they can all experience that. Absolutely. What a tragedy would be to get out there and you have an early morning round of golf and leave before all of what just you just shared happens. Oh, my word. And, you know, I'm just blown away. My dad was born in 1903. He had me late in life. But in 1903, he was too young for the First World War, too old for the Second World War, and so he never served. And I went down and registered a few years after they quit drafting for Vietnam, but never was called. And so I never served the military, but I have this humbled appreciation for the sacrifice that people have made. I'm sitting here wiping away tears as I'm thinking about the privilege and honor that we have. I mean, we complain about standing in line to vote for crying out loud when you think about the sacrifice of the men and women who gave it all so that we could vote. I'm just amazed at the things we have and for the suffering and the sacrifice others have given. And you know, Doug, what you and American Dunes Golf Club are doing to honor that, I'm humbled and I'm grateful to have a chance to share this story with our audience and so glad you took time to be with us. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Michigan Corners. We'll be right back. Managing your office supplies is key to a seamlessly functioning business. With over 90,000 items available for free next day delivery, DBI can solve all your office supplies needs at the very best value. Visit dbis.com. And we're back here on the Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network. I'm so glad that Doug Bell took time from his schedule to be with us today to share the tremendous story about Folds of Honor and, of course, American Dunes Golf Club. And Doug, as I was thinking about our conversation, you mentioned in our previous segments about some money that was raised and some scholarships and donations that have been made. So behind all of this 
is a foundation, right? So you guys are doing some good with that. Can you go into a little bit about what that's all about? Absolutely, Vic. The Folds of Honor Foundation, its mission is to raise educational dollars that are granted to our military and first responder families around the nation that have had a member in their family either pay the ultimate sacrifice, whether that be a police officer, a firefighter, or any one of the branches of our service, or become severely wounded in that service, in that profession. If that is the case, those families can reach out, those spouses and those children can reach out to Folds of Honor and apply for educational scholarships. That can be as young as grade school and support for some of these military families who've got young kids and dad's not coming home or mom's not coming home and Mm -hmm. folds can help there or secondary education. So can they reach out and get a scholarship? Every scholarship is a $5,000 award. So not to take away from the 200 and the 500, everything's important when you're chasing money for an education. Oh, it sure is. But each one of the scholarships that Folds provides is a $5,000 award. And again, we mentioned that there's been 51,000 issued since the beginning and over 10,000 last year alone. Folds of Honor, we are affiliated with them right at the hip here at American Dunes. We're a for-profit business, but we donate our profits and all the other fundraising activities that involve American Dunes around Michigan and around the country, we can proudly say that last year we contributed $1.5 million to that effort. Wow. And could go with the year before $1.1 million. So because we exist, American Dunes, in the way we do financially, we have helped 520 of those families nationwide just in the last two years. And my staff will probably never beat those individuals that we helped. I mean, we're honored to be able to do that. So we say thank you to all of the guests that have come here and played the golf course from Michigan. Those that have come and had a hamburger, a cold Budweiser, a cold Coca-Cola, whatever it is. If you visited and purchased a hat, that all adds up to helping those 520 families in the last two years. Oh, Doug, they're a part of the story. That If you've been yeah. a part of American Dunes, you're a part of the story of saying thank you to our veterans. That is so meaningful and so important. Man, I just think this is tremendous. And so I was thinking about people that might want to have a golf outing at yours. Do you accept golf outings based on how popular you are? Well, we do. And Vic, everybody's terminology, outing means so many different things to people. That could be four buddies getting together annually. That could be 12. Or We host large events up to 120. We move those typically to a Monday. And then the rest of the days we're here for the twos and the fours and the eights and the twelves. And we want to be here for everybody. So do we do outings? Yes. Would we accept a phone call or an email to say, hey, this is what we'd like to do. Can we do it? Without question. That could come from Michigan. You know, later today I'm on the phone with a group from Oklahoma City that wants to come. It could be a group of 32 fighter pilots from Arizona that want to come in and play that are all veterans now. So we've got that going on from everywhere. So you absolutely, we would love to talk to anybody who's interested to come and see us and at least have a conversation. And while I'm unpacking that question, I guess I wonder if I have a family that wants to have a wedding or a special, you know, retirement or whatever. Do you have a facility there where you would be able to host that type of engagement that doesn't involve a golf club? 
Absolutely. We've got a banquet facility that can seat up to 175 people. We host all kinds of things in that room from business meetings that involve a meeting in the morning and lunch and then golf in the afternoon to a Saturday evening wedding reception. We can do it just about anything you can think of. The only thing we politely say, no outside wedding ceremonies, no outside funeral ceremonies. We keep all that inside. So, but yeah, we're here for anything you can think of. Yeah. And while I'm, again, asking these naive questions, if I'm looking at your property, when it says American Dunes, I'm conjuring up visuals of Lake Michigan if I'm on the course. Can I see the water from your course? You cannot see it, Vic, but you can hear it and you can feel it. So (sighs) part of it, we're 300 yards at our closest point off the water. And so when it's, you get that marine layer that comes in off Lake Michigan several times throughout the year in the summer season, it'll cover up part of the golf course, not <laughs> all of the golf course. Yeah, how about so that? there's been some days you feel like you're playing in Ireland here because it'll blow in and the temperature will drop 15, <laughs> 20 degrees. And then an hour later, it'll blow out and the sun will be back up. So, well, and it's um, all American over at American Dunes. And I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk about this. We've got one quick segment left, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with Doug Bell, General Manager of American Dunes, right here on the Michigan Corners. We'll be right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. And we're back with our final segment right here on Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism right here in the Great Lakes State. And, of course, we've got Doug Bell who is sharing with us the amazing work that's being done over at American Dunes Golf Club. And, Doug, I have to tell you, as I'm listening to you today, I have two guys that served in the military. One is a Vietnam War veteran, and I can't thank him enough for his service. And the other is a little bit younger in a Middle Eastern conflict and served heroically there as well. And so I'm thinking that it would be really fun for me to grab my buddies and make the trip over to Grand Haven and have a chance to be at American Dunes. Tell me what I got to do. It sounds like I want to make sure I've got a tea time set up for my group. If I'm coming from across the state, I might need some lodging. And of course, you guys are going to make sure I have plenty to eat and drink while I'm over there and a great experience on the golf course. So let's start with me arriving at your golf course. I need a tee time. I can make those by calling you or online, I assume. You can. If you're a person who doesn't like to deal with humans and you're efficient, (laughs) you want to jump on our website and book online. 
all of the information is there to let you do that seamlessly. Yeah. So all of our pricing structure is there. So we've got our standard rates, which start low, peak out mid-season and come back down in the fall. And then we've got a separate set of rates that are for our first responders, our active military, and our veterans. Those categories will always pay a little softer rate. Nice. So you can handle it online. You can call us and let us talk to you in person. You can send us an email and my staff will get back to you. You know, if there's a tricky question about whether somebody is just wants to ride along, we do that certain times of the day. We don't do that throughout the whole day. If you've got an odd number, we can walk through those. If you need recommendations on lodging, on dining off property, on other things to do in the community, we've got a staff member that can help you with all of those questions. So we're certainly here to do so. Well, and you said if you don't want to deal with humans, but I got to tell you, Doug, based on just getting to know you personally a little bit and knowing the mission of American Dunes, I can tell you, I'll bet you every single human that's working over there in your organization is a great person to get to know and probably loves what they do and loves the fact that they're going to help people have a great experience when they come to your golf course. So I just might call just because I want to meet some more of those great people over at American Dunes. But, you know, Doug, as I think about some of the provisions that are being made, you mentioned different dynamic pricing, if you will. But also, if I'm coming this fall, I got to be careful the date I select because there's something big going on over there this fall, isn't there? There is. You know, we'll host for the third time the Folds of Honor Collegiate Golf Tournament. It kind of closes the course down for six days. Oh, wow. Well, we have all the festivities. It's broadcast live on the Golf Channel. But 30 universities from around the country, 15 men's golf teams and 15 women's golf teams will be here in one week, the second week of September. And they'll be playing the golf course. There'll be three hours of national TV coverage in the morning and three hours oh. in the afternoon. And these are the best Division One universities in the country, a couple awesome Division Two schools, a couple HBCU schools, and the three service academies as well, Army, Navy, and Air Force. Are <laughs> How all cool here. is so, that? Great spectator. If you want to come and see the best of the best in college golf play, because these are the individuals, men and women, that will be on TV on the tour like we talked about in a couple of years, they'll be here playing in person. So you can come watch them. It's a spectator activity, or you can tune in from wherever you are in the country and watch it. Oh, heck yeah, you want to go and see that. So tell me, is there a charge for the ticket for people that would want to come out and watch? No, sir, there's not. Oh, Complimentary admission. And all of that information, you can see that information on our website now about last year's event, and they're just about to post all the universities and the upcoming information for this year. Well, let's give that website one more time, if you would, please. How do we find you guys? AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. Dot com. Well, you know what? And so, again, Doug, I think about the work you're doing and the work of the people that you're doing it with and the cause and everything else. It's pretty spectacular. The millions of dollars that you've helped raise, the stories you've helped to complete for those that uh, left behind their greatest sacrifice on the battlefield and a family that loves them, they have a chance to be honored with what you're doing and you're helping us have that opportunity to honor them as well. If somebody wanted to write a check to your foundation, they would not write it to American Dunes. They'd cut a check to Folds of Honor, yes? That is correct. You're certainly welcome to go on the national website or send a check directly to Folds National. If you're listening from Michigan and you'd like those funds to stay in Michigan, earmarked first and foremost, 
There's a couple chapters here in Michigan that support Folds of Honor, just kind of like your local United Way. So we're the local version of Folds of Honor. They could write a check made out to Folds of Honor, and they could send it to us here at American News, and we'll make sure it gets to the right location. They could call and just say, can I put it on my credit card? We can help facilitate that and make sure they get tax receipts and uh, proper thank yous. Well, and I guess, again, if they go to American Dunes, is there a spot to donate to the foundation on your American Dunes website or no? There is. There's a web store. Oh, that's nice. Well, look, Doug, I'm humbled, frankly, to have had the chance to talk to you. And I am feeling like I'm not doing enough because when I think about all that you are doing, that American Dunes Golf Club is there for and the work that Folds of Honor are doing it's breathtaking. And I can't thank you enough. And I'm just so grateful to know you and to have a chance to understand your work. Thank you, Doug. You're something special. Thank you. Thank you for the time and letting us tell our story. And I will expect when you call to make your tea time, you'll ask for me and you'll bring your two military friends over and we'll get you to see it firsthand. Well, we're coming. You can mark that down as soon as I get a thought out a little bit here in Michigan. So listen, Doug, thanks again. Thank you for all the work you're doing over there with your fantastic crew. And thank you for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Michigan Corners. I'm Vic Versero. I can't wait to see you down at the corner.